So who was pursuing who? Who was trying to see who? The gospel communicates that this character, this person, Zacchaeus, was trying to see Jesus. He heard he was coming through town. He heard that, well, he heard all kinds of stories about Jesus, so much so that he wanted to see him. He wanted to put his eyes on him. And so it says he was short in stature. The crowd was so vast he couldn't see over the crowd. And so he sought a place that he could see, get his eyes on Jesus. He climbed a sycamore tree so that as Jesus was passing by, he could at least see this man. If you read the detail of the story, it says this. When he reached that place, the place where Zacchaeus was trying to see Jesus, Jesus looked up and saw Zacchaeus. And Jesus addresses Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I will dine in your home. So I ask you, who was pursuing who? Who was looking to see whom? It's fun to imagine Zacchaeus trying to see Jesus, but I would invite us to perhaps reflect on Jesus going into town just to see Zacchaeus. Because he loves Zacchaeus. And he doesn't want to lose Zacchaeus. If you read the details of the story, it says Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector. If we know the history of tax collectors, we talked about that the last week, right? Tax collectors tend to skim over the top. They collect taxes for the Romans. They steal from their own people. They, they collect a little bit more. And it says in the details he was a chief tax collector. He was kind of head of the tax collectors. And it says he was a wealthy man. All of these details kind of bring you into the life of Zacchaeus. Probably not at all favored by anyone in the town. In fact, it even says they were murmuring, who is this man, Jesus? Doesn't he know that he's going to the house of a sinner? What must the gaze of Jesus have been like? What do you think it's like to be looked at by Jesus? What do you think it's like to have God look at you? I can only imagine it must have been a powerful gaze. If Peter, a fisherman, was willing to leave everything, his own boat, his own nets, and follow this man... If James and John had Jesus look at them and they were willing to leave everything to follow him, what was it like for Zacchaeus? Well, if you read the detailed account, it said Jesus looked at him and invited himself to go dine at his home. And what is Zacchaeus' response? Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. 
And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. Half of his possessions. I just want you to think about what that means. If I have stolen from anyone, I'm not just going to give back what I stole four times over what I stole. What must that look have done to Zacchaeus? Certainly there seems to be something happening. What happens when Jesus looks at you? What does Jesus see when he looks at you? I think this is good for us to pray with. Because I don't know if you're like me, when, when I pray about what God sees in me, I find it very, very difficult to conceive of what God sees when he looks at me. I just see what I see when he looks at me. And to be quite honest with you, when he looks at me, all I can conceive is that God is looking at my sin. He sees what's wrong with me. He sees what's broken in me. And it's really hard, it's hard to uh, keep looking at Jesus. To look at someone for a prolonged period of time is it's pretty tough. It's intimate. Like, why are they looking at me? Are they looking at my soul? Are they... If you look at someone for more than two or three seconds, right, it's very intimate. And it's almost an invitation for someone to get to know me. That's why when people um, like hurt us or steal from us or we know maybe they, um, they cheat on us, it's very hard for them to look at us in the eye because there's an intimacy there. There's a, there's a truth there. The other person's looking at me and I'm looking at them and there's almost a sense of a vulnerability. The beautiful thing about Jesus' gaze on Zacchaeus is that when Jesus looks at Zacchaeus and when Jesus looks at you, he doesn't see our sin. In fact, in the first reading it says this. This is from Wisdom chapter 11. It says, you overlook people's sins that they may repent. You overlook, you look over their sin. When God looks at us, he sees who he has created. He sees what he has created. And it's good. It goes on to say, you love all things and loathe nothing you have made. For what you have hated, you would not have fashioned. God loves everything he makes. And when he looks at us, he sees what he has made. Anything that in, is in us that is sinful is not what God has made. It's actually an absence of what he has made. So he overlooks our sins and he sees the creation that he has made. And we belong to him and we are good. He goes on to say, you spare all things because they are yours. But God's look when he looks at us is with love and with truth. And Zacchaeus' response is, Lord, I will give back anything I have stolen four times over. 
So wisdom goes on to say, therefore, God rebukes offenders little by little. He warns them and reminds them of their sins that they are committing. Why? So that they may abandon their wickedness and believe in the Lord. Jesus looks at us and he sees who he has created, which is good and beautiful. He looks at Zacchaeus. He doesn't see a sinner. He doesn't see that Zacchaeus is a sum total of all his faults and failures. He looks at him with love. And Zacchaeus kind of vomits out the things that are not of God. Because this is the last line of our gospel. Jesus says, For I have come to seek and to save what is lost. But dear friends, I would, I would really challenge us, maybe as we're praying this week, perhaps you have a, an image of Jesus at home. Maybe your prayer this week can be just to put that image of Jesus right in front of you and just allow yourself to look at Jesus and more importantly, allow Jesus to look at you. And just keep looking. And just listen and notice what comes up in your heart. If you want to turn away, why is that? If you can't look at him in the eyes, why is that? What do you see and what do you perceive and what does your heart understand as you allow Jesus to continue to look at you? I had a wonderful um, friend of mine, a theologian, he said, uh, he wrote in one of his books, and it, it didn't make sense to me until I really prayed with him. He said, we must begin to suffer the coming close of Jesus. And I thought to myself, why would I want to suffer the coming close of Jesus? And he said, as Jesus looks at us, and he comes close to us. He's like a physician that comes close. He knows what hurts. He knows what's broken. He knows what's out of place. But he loves us, and he wants us to be healthy, and he wants us to be whole, and he wants to rescue what is lost, and he wants to save what is, what is broken. And so as he comes close, it's like a doctor coming close, and it might hurt. But I have to trust that his look for me is a look of love, that he sees something I can't see. He sees something that belongs to him, that is his. And so to suffer is to allow Jesus to come close and to not run and to not hide and to not put up walls and to not look away, to say, I trust you. Jesus looked at Zacchaeus. Today, I want to go dine with you, Zacchaeus. I want to spend time with you. I want to love you. I want to remind you, Zacchaeus, of who you are and who you are not. Who was pursuing who? I would propose that Jesus went into town just for Zacchaeus. To change his heart. To remind him, to rescue him. 
This is just an image. It's not the perfect image. We all have images of Jesus. This morning, I just want us to spend a few minutes looking at Jesus and let him look back at you. As you look at Jesus looking at you, what does he see? What comes up in your heart? Pay attention. You may have come to church looking for Jesus or needing something from God. You are here because Jesus called you and he's looking at you and he wants something for you. It's been a few minutes, just going to leave the image up for a few minutes in silence. What does Jesus see when he looks at you? What does he want for you? Perhaps you are aware of a resolution surfacing in your heart. Zacchaeus made a resolution. Lord, I will change. 
I will make this right in my life. If there is any resolution surfacing in your life, maybe take note of it. Perhaps it's something you can follow up with in this Mass and after this Mass.